James, look, this is something you have to cut that part out, please. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out. Can't say hey everybody. How y'all doing? Because talking with talking with, Ty, you, talking Ty, talking Ty, with James. Tanya got a control <laughs> problem. Can't you tell? <laughs> you have you did. I do not have a control problem, but I do yes, like, you do. yes, you do. That's just like that's just like the calendar situation. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Look, somebody has to organize stuff. And, and it ain't it, well, it shouldn't be, well, it shouldn't be you. <laughs> Wait, well, she's doing it, Tony got it because she's cuter than both of us, so that's, that's listen, good. She went by default. Listen, and not only that, but I don't, like, I don't have a control problem. I just can't be controlled. And Gary, you have the exact same problem. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. Look, I can tell so many stories, but it's another time for that. Let's get into the tiniest tip of the day. Um, and my business tip of the day is um, for small business owners. And I know you guys have seen the vendor list of like um, they'll charge, some of them charge like 100, 150. I've seen some as much as 250, um, depending on how many you want. I've seen one that was $499. And what it's doing, it claims that they've done this research and they have trusted vendors um, that are tried and true. And you pay this money to, you know, get a connection um, to the vendor list. And I'm, I don't want to, you know, discourage it all the way because I'm not going to lie. When I first started Fierce Passions um, LLC and I was, um, I didn't know where to get the clothes from. I had no clue. I think I searched like where to get clothes in China or something like that. And obviously I don't even sell clothes from China like that anymore. Um, and if I do, it's, I, like, I, I know which vendors to pick from and that just comes from experience. So I did actually buy a vendor list and it helped a little bit. It guided me in the right direction, but I bought one for like $25 just to kind of get an idea. And from there, I was able to say, okay, they're saying this one. I wonder if I Google this and put, you know, um, shops like this or wholesales like this or, you know, whatever it was. So I was on YouTube. I was on Instagram looking up hashtags. I was on Facebook. I was on other boutiques seeing who they liked, who they, um, who was following them, who they were following. So I don't want to discourage, but I do want to say not to spend a bunch of money on these vendor lists. It's okay if you are just getting into it and you want to buy one. But honestly, I would try to search YouTube first. A lot of people like myself are giving out free information out there. These are true vendors. If And, you know, I, I can't even say that I've given out vendors yet. So maybe maybe that's something I should do on this channel one day is actually give out um, some of those vendors. Now I won't give you guys my main one because that just won't be a smart business move, but I will definitely give out some vendors that I use and I will show you guys how I found my vendors for free. And it's not, you don't, you don't have to wait on my video because there's so many videos out there. I'm telling you, Google, YouTube, Instagram, tags, those are your friends. Um, you don't need to pay for this, just do the work yourself. So that's my tip of the day. Um, I don't want you guys to spend unnecessary money because starting a business is already, um, it can be expensive in itself. All right, true. let's get right to it, guys. Um, and Gooch, you're up. All right, so I want to start off tonight with this quote here. We know you aren't bad. You all aren't bad. But as you put it, you fit the description. So what do you guys think okay. that that's that what do you think that's referring to? Hmm. I know you guys aren't bad, but I, you I'll, I'll read it again. We know you aren't all bad, but as you put it, 
you fit the description. I would have to say, um, I could I could probably look at a lot of things and say that quote may remind me of that, but I think the main thing might be um, like when you're judging a certain group and like with the times that we're in now, like police brutality and things like that, that's, that's kind of what I would say, like, because of, I know we just had another police shooting and I know we're going to talk about that, you know, later in the podcast, but if they keep saying we're not the same, we're not the same, but this keeps happening and there's no, um, there's not another, you know, uh, police officer speaking out and speaking against what's going on, then it's mm-hmm. like, you say you're not the same, but the shoe does fit. Right. So that's, how, so this, that's what this, I would say. This is actually a quote from a teenager um, that I found on Instagram, and they're actually referring to the police officer. So we understand that all police officers yeah. are not bad, but as you, as you put it to us, you know, when you're pulling us over or doing what you're doing to African-Americans, you fit the description, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I have two words for everybody tonight, Jacob Blake um, and mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. So of course, recently we know all about the police shooting that happened on Sunday evening um, to Jacob Blake. Um, so just a brief synopsis of what happened. It looks like um, this, was, this was in Kenosha um, and looks like Blake was breaking up a domestic dispute. You know, he arrived on the scene to break up a domestic dispute between two women. It's unknown what the domestic dispute was about. Um, Obviously the police were called um, and it looks like he was tased and um, they were trying to handcuff him. He walked from around his vehicle um, to get into his own vehicle and was shot seven times in the back. No No weapon was on him. Um, and his three children were sitting in the back seat of the vehicle. Now, I didn't know his luckily, children was with them. Yeah, his his children were with them. Um, now, by the grace of God, of course, he's still alive. Um, but he, he has major he has major inju- injuries. He's never going to be able to walk again. He has some organs that are damaged and, and whatnot. Um, also. Because of this shooting, of course, you already know that his city, this city is in an uproar, um, where the city of Kenosha, so they did set out a curfew. Um, There were some protesters that were outside of that curfew and that got um, shot and killed as well because of this protest. Um, And the Blake family did come on to say, hey, uh, we're upset just like you are, but we want a peaceful protest. You know, we want we believe in peace and, you know, we believe in prayer. Um, but the mayor, and not the mayor, but the police chief came on to say, well, if these, you know, if these individuals weren't out after curfew, then these shootings would not have happened, which caused a bigger uproar, okay? Wait, are um, you talking about, when you say the shootings, are you talking about the, the teenage boy oh. that killed two people? No, there were there were two shootings or something that were in that same city from the protests. I couldn't find the rest of the details on it just yet, but they they okay. mentioned it tonight on the news. Because it was um it was a, a specific shooting where it was a teenage boy, and I'm gonna say man because if he was black, they would have said man. Um, but he was uh he's not quite 18 yet. Um, but I believe he shot and killed two people. And I think he shot at three. Um, Garrett, you might have to look that up really quick. Um, but he Is was this in the same around. city? He, oh, look up Illinois. I think it happened in Illinois, but it had to do no, with this, this protest. This, no, this is this is specifically in Kenosha, the same city. Um, the chief, um, Daniel Moskins, or I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. There were two people that were shot during this protest. Um, in this city where Jacob Blake was shot. Wow. Okay. Right. And so, was... so that police chief came on to say that um, if those people were not out after curfew, and I'm reading a quote, um, then during this disturbance, then they would not have been involved, been involved in this shooting. And what kind of shooting was it? Was it a, a just civilian shooting or a police? What was it? it it don't go. It doesn't go into details about. I okay. believe that it was a police shooting to where two two of them were killed. It was a double homicide. 
so two so you're saying this was police against civilians yes so they were out after curfew so i don't know if it was police um like it was police so on purpose doing it but it was after curfew and there was a double homicide that happened See, that's, you know, to use that type of language if you guys, you know, if they weren't out, you know, after, that's, it's not the right time to use that because regardless of if they were out, no one deserves to have their lives taken. And it's that type of language that happens way too often that gives other people, you know, in their mind, it's like, well, you know, it justifies it and nothing can justify taking a life. Mm-hmm. You know, there was and, another shooting. Could you yeah. try to look up the other shooting? Um, it no, was because we're talking, no, because we're talking about because we're talking about ja- we're talking about Jacob Blake. I don't. We're not. <laughs> we're not. No, 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 no. We're not <laughs> deviating from Jacob Blake. No, it's about him. I think they were no. protesting. No, you know what? <laughs> we're we're talking about Fine. Kenosha. Okay, go right. ahead. Let me. Well, well, I can't do that because. Yeah, you know, the biggest the biggest thing that I, I took from the whole Jacob Blake shooting was that yeah. it's still, you know, you, you hear, you know, on both sides, Democrats and Republicans talking about some saying, oh, you guys just wanted to fund the police. That's what the RNC is accusing the Democrats of. My whole thing yeah. is, even on the other side is, no, it's not about the funding. They need to retrain. They need to rehire. Yeah. That's where the, the problem is. It, it ain't a matter of they got money, they don't have money. They need to really break it down, retrain, re-evaluate <laughs> some of these people. They don't think about that. So these people- I kind of, James, I'm not yeah. gonna interrupt you. I, I kind of, here's my thing with that and, and, and definitely up for more discussion about it. Training only goes so far, That's you know true. what I'm saying? Training only goes so far. Okay, I can train you all day long how to de-escalate the situation. You know what I'm saying? But it's also about what's inside of you. you well, that's what, what the cycle and, evaluation. And, yeah. yeah, and the psychiatric, psychiatric, psychiatric evaluation. evaluation. You've got some of these people out here that should not be cops. Cops at all. You know what I'm saying? You know how you have to go. They, you know, like when we go to get your, your gun license or whatever, right. they make you, they make you turn in paperwork and you know they ask you these specific questions and stuff like that. They want to make sure that you're stable enough to, you know, to carry arms. How do we know that, you know, these people that are police officers are stable enough that they should even be carrying a gun? You know what I'm saying? We don't know if you were, we don't know if you were the reject from the army or whatever the case. We have no, we have no knowledge of your background. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. All we know is that you went to, um, the police academy like, or wherever right, they I went. Would, right. yep. I don't want to say military school, but you went to the police. <laughs> you, probably need to. Yep. you went to the police academy. You passed it, and you know it was whatever. You know, you start enforcing enforcing the law. You know, I don't exactly. Know. I think it's more physical than moral. But at this point, no, you need to look at their family history. You need to look at their belief system because exactly. you know if 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 you have a a racist person in the police force. I don't care how much training you give them, how many um, de-escalating classes you give them. Exactly. If they're racist and they have a hate for a specific group, and when when something happens, there is no way that they're going to act in a way that is um, justified or that is, um, they're not going to take corrective action in, in that right. moment. Their so, hate is going to always overtake them. I agree. And you know what, just to um, go further with this just a little bit, and I I don't want to like dwell on it too much, but um, the family spoke today and I I got a chance to watch it a little bit before we got on. And the family and one of his sisters got up and said, you know what, Um, I stopped crying a long time ago. And I was like, what does she mean by that? You know, because it wasn't, you know, fully clicking just yet. She said, I stopped crying a long, long time ago because my family has been persecuted for years. So she went down the list of all the people that have been shot and killed because she said, this is my family. You wow, know, that, that was powerful. Oppre- right. She's like, this is my family that has been constantly oppressed. She said, I'm not sad. I'm angry because we need, to, we need to do something. You know what I'm saying? And they were saying that, um, you know, they were just talking about him as a person. 
they, they, he's in a hospital, he can't walk, you know, this, that, and the other. And he's concerned about his children. He's concerned about his family. He wants to know where his kids are, how they're doing. He wants his family not to be upset. You know what I'm saying? And his family is asking for peace in the city. That takes a lot of courage. Your, your family member has been shot in the back seven times. It's in intensive care. And your family is asking for peace. His yep. mother prayed with a police officer in the hospital. Well, see, I'm, I'm, I'm telling y'all. No one but God. Okay, I'm going to tell y'all why I say training on certain aspects. Because I used to stay next door to a state trooper. A state trooper mm -hmm. was my next door neighbor. She told me this point blank. They are trained to empty the clip at the sign of danger. And I don't care like, what they're trained for. No, I, what but, that's you, what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're trained, that's giving you an excuse. They're not, they're not telling them use discretion. They're training them to empty the clip. So let me I understand. Get it. So, I get wait, it because so me, you, you want to make sure that they're protecting their own lives. So yes. Right. So it's not, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not a thing of, hey, you need to think. They're training. When she told me that, I said, so when y'all in a, a, a hostile situation, you know, are y'all trained yet? She said, no. They train us to empty the clip. So basically, they may the thing is, correctly. wait, so hold on. I'm so sorry. Yeah, wait, I'm so sorry. But yes, I understand what you're saying. If their life, if they feel, which that needs to be changed too, if they feel that their life is threatened, then you should subjective. It is subjective, which there, there and that's go. why it needs to be changed. However, when yep. was his life threatened? I could I could say that officer didn't know what that man was reaching for. Okay, maybe he thought he was reaching for a gun, and they told wait, him wait, to wait. stop. Wait, wait, let, wait, me, wait. let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So maybe in, in in my mind, I, I'm just trying to be the devil's advocate. Maybe that's what they were thinking. Right. But his back is turned. You have three or four officers behind him. Why do you <laughs> feel the need that the only defense you have is to kill this man because that's what he was trying to do what happened to you know um what when you talk about training what happens to making sure that you know they you know they i mean they could have pinned him to the ground they could have did something shooting should not have been the first thing that he thought of i'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna well, tell you. they had the guns drawn at, they had the guns drawn on him as they followed him around the car mm -hmm. to the driver's side so I'm 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 gonna tell you like my best friend. I'm gonna tell you what my best friend said, and and think about what this means. A bully will use any excuse to beat you up. Think about that. Say it again. A bully will you say that again? A bully will use any excuse to beat you up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You understand what I mean? So they don't need. They only need any reason to go trigger happy. You know, I can spit bubble gum on the ground and they swear I was about to spit something at them that threatened their life. Bam, bam, bam. They shoot. Any excuse. And that's that's where the problem comes in because they have so many excuses that they can come up with to say why they drew their gun. We got here's my thing, though, James. Here, here's my thing. So you let's go back to what you originally said. You said they're taught to empty out the clip. So basically, we all know that when we get in certain situations, our adrenaline starts to pump. So because right. your adrenaline has pumped up and you don't know what the hell to do, now I, I got to empty out the clip. Yep. Then, why, then why are we saying that you are a trained professional and this is who I should call to protect me? <laughs> they're, they're exactly, because they're shooting out of fear. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Don't work I can protect myself city. out of fear. Exactly. Don't work in a city where, you know, and I'm just going to put it out there, don't work in an inner city when you have grown up in the suburbs and you haven't been around people to know their characteristics and their habits and, and things of that nature. You can't talk to them to a way where they can understand you and you can relate to them and they can relate to you. Don't work in that city then. Work where yep. you live. Yep. I, yep. I most definitely agree. I, so I, agree, with that. I agree with that. I think certain cops need to be put on certain beats. I, I, I totally agree with that because the mentality and the, the, their mentality and their temperament, that's the biggest thing. Their temperament, their mentality, and like you said, Tanya, their beliefs, which I agree with you. All of that, but see, the problem with that is people can hide their beliefs. People can hide their prejudices. You can't, they can, you can, they can pass all those tests on psychological evaluations 
just by lying. Hell, Trump does it every day. <laughs> so <laughs> what makes you think is is that hard for them to do it? That's why I said they need to reevaluate who they hire. And like yep, you said, I agree with that. And they need to have more. But when I'm saying the training, they need to put them in situations that test them to the limits to see what they will do. Because when you right. put a person, it's hard to because you, yeah. When you deal with the service, yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have those uncomfortable situations. You're right, exactly. Because in an uncomfortable situation, your true colors are gonna come out. You know, yeah, you when go. I really start to strike a chord within you, then I'm gonna see how you really start to act. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, just kind of to wrap Ooh. this up a little and bit. We all know you good at striking a chord in somebody. <laughs> but go ahead. We're dealing with a serious. We're dealing with a serious topic, and you're sitting you're up right, there. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Did, did you really just do that on my segment? I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I should pull that wig off your head. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, they are taking this. They're taking this very seriously. So they have issued a warrant for the police officer. Um, there were some concerns about the people that will be doing the investigation, I guess. I was trying to make the um, connection from CNN because they were just live, actually, before we got on here, um, about, I guess, the company or the people that will be doing the investigation. Um, there was some concern about bias because the police officer has worked with them before. Um, and so, therefore, they were saying that they hired an outside company to do an investigation as well. Um, and they have sought out help from the attorney general. Um, the attorney that is representing the Blake family, um, they are asking actually help from um, people that are actually running for office right now. They're calling for a P police brutality act to be put in mm. place. Also, um, yes, also we have the NBA has gotten involved and this is what I like and we may be able to talk about this um, on our next show. Um, oh no, have, we should talk about it now because I, okay. I think we should, I really do. Really so the, NBA, the the NBA is tired of the brutality. So you have NBA teams that have decided to boycott. Okay. So before um, we move on to the NBA, um, I just want to say one more thing about the Jacob Blake situation. This, and is, first and this, foremost, is, this is tied to Jacob Blake's situation. Yes, it is. You're absolutely right. But before we move on to the NBA, uh, um, I just want to say that our, our prayers... <laughs> Our prayers are with um, the Blake family, his children. Um, we, we, we are, our prayers are definitely with you. Um, and honestly, we, we should probably look for, I don't know if they have a donation or whatever it mm -hmm. is that's gonna help this family. Um, I think that on behalf of Talking With Tanya, we should um, definitely uh, give something um, to, to help with this situation. But you know, it, just just speaking from how I feel right now, it, I'm very angry, and it's past the point of being of being sad. I want to trust the police. I I I grew up liking the police. Okay, like you know, I was I'm such a you know I, I went to a Catholic school, and I you know how I grew up and things like that. I I trusted law enforcement. Um, and as I got older and got smart smarter, you know, I I do know that they're not all good. Um, but this situation, it, it, the fact that it keeps happening, it is so unfortunate and it's so sad. And the thing that really bothers me is that I look at my little cousins and to, it, one was just over here just now. And I look at him and I, I honestly get scared because he doesn't live too far from me. He lives a couple blocks, but we are in the suburbs and he rides his bike over here and he'll ride it back home. And I'm like, make sure you call me, you know, when you get home. And his mother and his father preps him, literally preps him for what neighborhoods to go into, what to do in those neighborhoods. Don't stop, what to wear, don't put your hood on. And, you know, to hear that firsthand and then for me to, to be worried about it and say, make sure you text me as soon as you get home. We shouldn't have to do that. White children and families, they don't have to do that. And well, it's so... Yeah. It, it's... It, <laughs> well, I, I, I have, I have my, my, my disdain is even greater than that. And, and, and I'm, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but it ain't even the fact that it, it, the fact that he got shot, that was even, that was bad enough. But these cops are doing it with kids around with no regards to other no life. No regards. Orlando Castillo, child was in the back seat, cop fired into the car with the child in the back seat. 
um, in my own hometown of Waycross, Georgia, I don't know if you heard about it, two cops fired on a car full of kids. Come out, the car wouldn't stop. They fall, even though they weren't in no danger, fire into the car with four mm -hmm. kids. Hell, you want to talk about kids being around? Let's talk about killing kids. Let's talk about Tamir Rice and Trayvon Martin. They weren't 18. You know, yep. let's talk about their killing kids. And not the Trayvon Martin situation. I know it wasn't, but yeah, it wasn't a police but yeah, officer, but, yeah, but you know but what you I mean? But you get all these people saying, oh, you know, they're funding police and, and they, they, you know, that's not right. No, it's not right that they get to, to be vigilantes on the street, ruin families' lives, and have no damn consequences to it. None. But here's my question, though. We can talk about that it needs to stop, and I'm going to be devil's advocate with this. We can talk about that it needs to stop, and we can do X, Y, and Z, but it goes back to something I said months ago. When the hashtag stops working of Black Lives Matter, we can holler it from the rooftop. What exactly are we doing? We're, okay, we can protest. We can protest. Okay. That's fine. And I'm all for a good protest. You know, we can do the different things that the methods that we're doing, but we have to do some type of call to action other than just protesting and just hollering out Black Lives Matter. Well, you know, and you're absolutely why, right. And that's why I'm circling back to the NBA. The NBA is going on strike because they're tired of police brutality. The yes. WNBA is going on strike because yes. they're tired of police brutality. Yes. That's something that's going to affect, make a big impact because they're With calling the for change. Absolutely. Exactly. And it, well, uh, black people, I, I get black so emotional when we strike. stand up together. Like yeah. this should have happened a long time ago. I know before COVID, uh, and I love LeBron. I'm a huge fan of LeBron as a man, as a player, everything. Um, but he, he, I was a little disappointed because um, I know when the NBA was starting back, it was right, um, right in the midst of the Black Lives Matter movement um, and of the, you know of 2020. And he said that he could still play the game and still, you know, uh, fight for the cause being on court. And as a matter of fact, he thought that he could do even more um, being on court. But now you go back to this happening and now he had to kind of rethink, like, no, like we can't continue to play. And that it, it needs to be a stand. We have to stick together. We have to, as a people, we absolutely but, have to. And our white allies, we have right. to all... But, Stick together. But the and biggest problem. Speaking of sticking together, what do you guys think? And this is not going off subject, but when I say sticking together, I'm talking about people of color, not necessarily black, but, uh, but people of color, especially black, and our white allies. But the mayor, or not the mayor, the governor, or the the district attorney who's over the Brianna um, Taylor's case. I don't know if you guys seen his speech at the um, Republican National Convention. But no. you have, oh, you have to watch it. It was like, a, have you guys seen a Dave Chappelle episode? And I'm sorry if I, I don't think I'm going to offend anybody, but you've seen that Dave Chappelle episode where um, it's a black guy and uh, he's a plan oh, and he, yeah, he ended up being, yeah. Now yeah. I'm not saying anything. I just wanted to kind of bring that episode up. And then I want you guys to watch what this man said and how he acted at this Republican National Convention. And the fact that he still hasn't made a move yet, I just think that it says so much. And that's not sticking together. That's not being for the movement and um, uh, fighting for a call to action. Now, he did speak with the family, and the family seems to think that this will, that he will bring up, you know, he, he will... Um, he will charge the officer soon. So whatever he said in the meeting, obviously. No, no, no. Here's the problem. Here's the problem that I have with this. This officer just shot this man seven times in the back, and they issued out a warrant for his ass. Mm-hmm. See, Already. now you're absolutely right. I'm telling with you, this, they're doing this for political. These people are doing this. I'm just being honest. And I'm and I'm not being favoritism toward. Dems or, or Republicans. Absolutely not. People are doing, politicians are doing this for political gain. They're doing, look at the timing of when they're making these announcements. But, they're only doing it for that. political gain. I get that, believe. but at the same, but at the same time though, you can't play around with people's lives there because you of your, your political influence. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Rihanna Taylor is no less than George Floyd. 
She is no less than this boy here, Jacob Blake. Okay, you put her on Vanity Fair or on whatever magazine that she was on. Okay, but you still have not brought those officers to justice. There hasn't yep. been no big uproar. This was right around the same. This was actually before George Floyd. You have right. marches and everything else. What makes her any less than anybody else's on the list? Let's of people talk that about it. Here? Because it, it is it because she's a black woman. Yeah. I mean, are we? Are we? I know that we are valued less than than any other race, than any other gender, any other ethnicity. If you want to put us on a scale, we are at the very bottom, and it's yeah. so unfair because if because those who really know our aura and know what we bring to the table, we should definitely be at the very top. But yes, we are devalued like a, and it's yeah. so unfair. I mean, I'm yeah. gonna be honest with you. I'm appalled that they haven't been arrested. I, I'm I'm surprised that whole state hasn't been turned upside down as of yet because those officers haven't been arrested. And what is, the, arrested. What is the hold well, up? What is the hold up? They've definitely been making arrests with the protesters every single day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can arrest protesters, but they can't arrest her killers. Exactly. What, what, what is the hold up? That, that, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, it's like, you know, and the man, so the governor of that state, I'm so sorry, that was so rude, Gary, I'm so sorry. Uh, but the governor of that state had the audacity to mention Breonna Taylor and, um, you know, basically saying it's unfair in his speech at the Republican National Convention when he has all the power in his hands to make a arrest of these officers and he have it, but you have the audacity to you say no something at the... You have no business speaking, speaking, speaking her name if you haven't done something to contribute to the fact of bringing justice to that family. I was appalled. Hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this, and I'm not going to get into it right now because we're going to cover that later, but the RNC, yeah, I'm going to be honest, I, and I'm just being as honest as I can. It's hard. It was hard for me to stomach watching it without throwing up, be honest with you. I mean... The, the hypocrisy going on 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 their convention is so blatant and all over the place is just unreal. It, I mean, I would just like I've never seen anything as hypocritical as that. It is across the board, nothing but hypocrites, straight up hypocrites mm -hmm. across the so board. So explain that, James, because what exactly was hypocritical about this um, about this convention? Okay, mm. one, one, you know, like you had told me, and I didn't get a chance to see it, I want to see this one too, about um, Donald Trump's daughter trying to compare herself to college students getting out of school and not having a job. Chick, you yeah, trying to sympathize. <laughs> trying to wait, sympathize. Born wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. His daughter? Yeah, your only job is to be the president's daughter. That's it. <laughs> what, what before, you, even before the president, we're talking about you're rich. <laughs> you're born rich. You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. But she can sympathize with people that can't find a job. How? She can't sympathize you, with nothing. Thank you. Be, yeah. here, I want you to sympathize with the person. I want you to sympathize with the person that lives in the in a certain in a particular demographic. I want you to sympathize with the person that's working two jobs just to make sure that their that their household is fairly taken care of. I mm -hmm. want you to sympathize with the person who has to not have insurance on their vehicle because they're yeah. too busy taking care of themselves. These are the realities of the that people are, of our complexion go through. There's every many day. people in Detroit every day, and 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 I'm not being you know. Uh, discriminatory against anybody else, but I can only speak to what I've experienced in Detroit. People every yeah. day make a decision on whether or not they're going to pay car insurance or they're going to pay rent. Yeah, um, like I was saying, man, it, it was really hard to stomach watching the RNC. Um, yeah. And I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be politically biased, but they're making a mockery of everything. You know, everything that they've fought against they're trying to act like soften the image of Trump right now. It's like the RNCs almost feel like they've forgotten every principle that their party stands for. It just stands for Trump's principles. You know, mm -hmm. one, him using the White House as a prop. No president in U.S. history that has run for election 
has broadcast any of that stuff from the White House because it's supposed to be off limits. You're supposed to mm. do it to, you know, make yourself fair as a fair candidate. Not Trump. So, and, and I didn't even watch the um, Republican National Convention and to make things fair. I didn't watch the DNC either, but I did watch the speeches of the DNC. I'm not going to do that for the Republican one. I might, but I want to ask you, so are you saying that that entire convention was at the White House? Not the entire convention, but the main stuff that Trump has done. Like, it's customary for the candidate to speak on that has been nominated for president to speak on the last night of the convention. Like, you know, because okay. you know, Trump has spoken every night. Okay. <laughs> Is that normal? No. <laughs> James just said it ain't no, he said it's customary for them to go last. <laughs> Wait, the man spoke every night? He's been on there every night. <laughs> He's in some shape, form, Look. or fashion. He's been on there. The other big thing that, Look, he, that, 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 you that say killed what you me. want about that man, but he is a funny man. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a show. I mean, he's, he's a reality consistent. show. He's a reality show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how deep the hypocrisy got. Now, y'all know, and I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run this in the show so everybody can see it. Y'all know when he first was running for election in 2016, he was saying about how he was going to deport illegal, <laughs> illegal immigrants from day one. Get him out of here, right? Well, why tonight on uh, Wait, last let me, let me stop. in a naturalization process, you know, when, when, when citizens that are trying to become citizens of the country go to the White House and get sworn in as new citizens. Okay. Right. This is a political prop. He gets five immigrants, brings them to the White House, doing, doing, the, doing the Republican convention now, and swears them in as U.S. citizens. You was the same man that threw kids in jail, I mean, in like cages, separated families, you know, wait, wait. Families. but now all of a sudden he's this big immigration guy. Are you telling me, because I want to make sure I understand this right, because I think I'm understanding it wrong, but you're telling me that the man who um, was very against, uh, what was it called? Was it a Dream? Is that what it was called? Right. That program, like he he deported the, the parents of these um the, you know, the immigrant parents, he deported them back to their country and he put right. the children um, in, 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 cages. in cages. You're telling me that he, <laughs> in the middle of the Republican National Convention, swore in four immigrants. Five. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. Acting Secretary Wolf, I present to you five candidates for naturalization representing five countries. Candidates for naturalization, please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I hereby declare, I hereby declare an, oath an oath that I absolutely and entirely, absolutely and entirely. Today, America rejoices as we welcome five absolutely incredible new members into our great American family. By swearing the oath of allegiance, each of you has entered a sacred and unbreakable covenant with our nation. There will also be questions about photos like this, some from, again, Trump's own agencies. This was a Texas facility where you have people packed in behind the fence. A photo from a different facility, detainees with kids laying on the floor, concrete benches on top of each other. Another where a man is seen holding up this handwritten plea, help, 40-day here. Plus questions about whether the Trump administration ignored clear warnings about dangerous overcrowding. This is this this is the same guy that was building the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I just wanted to check. I'm, I'm just I'm just my, trying to see look, how big the hypocrisy is, goes. My question is like I know that you they want you know why would you even agree to allow him to do that? And here, I, I don't know maybe. Here's here's a better question for you. Who was funding to build this wall? Oh, I thought it was Mexico. I thought he said he was going to make them they, pay for it. Well, I heard they was going to pay for it. That's what he said. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought. I thought he sent them the bill. <laughs> yep, he, they, uh, he did, he I sent, think. He sent them a bill to pay right. for the wall. To pay for the wall. Maybe he uh, had on their payments or something. Oh, uh, okay. So that's just like when the hospital sent me a bill and I decide I ain't going to pay it. They ain't going to pay it. Yeah. Right. Mexico, Mexico got the bill. I'm like... 
Yeah. Like, so, so pretty much, so pretty much, they <laughs> stuck us with the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we stuck us with the bill. Look, you know, but we, can't get, no, but we I, can't get no more assistance because of COVID. I'm completely, in all fairness, completely I will give them props done. on one thing. I will give them props on one thing. In all fairness, I will give them props on one thing in their convention. They're what? consistent about being hypocrites. They're very consistent. <laughs> They're totally consistent across the board. Man, <laughs> this is ridiculous. And, other, and another thing, I know it was, I know Colin Powell went against them, and it was another Republican. I can't remember the name, but they openly went against the Republican Party at right before this um, convention. Is Has that happened before, or... Yeah, I mean, you've had Republicans that have cross-sized the Democrats and Democrats that have cross-sized the Republicans in who they vote. Okay. But, you know, okay. one of the things that it was hard for me to stomach, and I'm not saying that Blacks can't be in the Republican Party, and, and I understand their grievance with Democrats, but one thing they got to understand, if you really want to go back in history, those Southern Democrats or Dixiecrats that they're talking about are the modern-day Republicans. The same one. <laughs> Y'all just don't realize yeah. And then you got, you got Black politicians up here talking about you know, they're using a the quote that Joe said about if you vote for Trump, you can't be black. I, I didn't get offended about it because I understand what he meant by that. And why Me too. He said and, and you, know, I didn't you get have any kind of sense. He's like, you got conversation. Oh, this man does not care about you. I understand that. But you got these token blacks up here talking about, I'm a free thinking black man. I, I, you can't control my mind. Bro, what you think they're doing? <laughs> any other time, you would not be up there. <laughs> but right. any other time you wouldn't be they wouldn't call do they call you when they have their republican parties are you specially guests invited to come no but the minute they need you i mean we need you to get up here and, and act like you really like us you know you mm -hmm. there and uh, you're free yeah okay yeah you're free thinking they, they telling you with the teleprompter what to say exactly <laughs> exactly it's it's ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous, man. On yeah. that note, Garrett, what is hmm. your grudge of what is your grudge of the week with everything that's going on? Because I mean, so I should tell the audience, Garrett can be very um, who? What do you call it when you kind of you know when you're uh, um not angry, but Swap, <laughs> help me out a little bit. He can be um, very. Moody? Passionate. Passionate. Yeah, I like that word. Passionate. Passionate, passionate, passionate. is a better word. So I decided because he always has a grudge. So he's gonna start letting us know what his grudge is of the week. I thought it was a great idea. So what is your grudge of the week today? Besides, never mind. I mean, that's an <laughs> offline conversation. Uh, <laughs> besides kicking your butt. Um, <laughs> My grudge for this week was clearly Jacob Blake. So the police brutality yeah. was my grudge um, for sure. So I need everybody to definitely remember the name Jacob Blake. Definitely remember the name of Breonna Taylor for sure. Um, because those, those are the most recent. Definitely for sure Breonna Taylor. I feel like we need to have more discussion on that. Um, Absolutely. And follow Absolutely. that a little bit. But that was definitely my grudge. Police brutality um, and equality. You know, I feel that... Um, and I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but I just feel like oh, quality... I'm sorry. Oh, finish, Garrett. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your grudge. You know what? You better have a grudge against you. I don't, don't, you know don't want to be the show, When the show is done, I am kicking your butt. Period. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Um, on a less serious note, guys, um, let's talk about this versus battle happening between Brandy and Monica. Legendary. Legendary. That's what I said. How do you guys feel about this? It's about to go down. I think so, too. It's exciting. So it's happening August 31st, and it's actually at the Tyler Perry Studios. I love that. Um, so that's It great. makes you feel like it's going to be a setup. I, I know, and I, I'm hoping they come out with the boy is mine first and have a whole little small concert, then kind of I break feel it like, through there. Yeah, I feel like they're going to perform. I, I think, think so, too. I hope. I think they're going to do that last. I don't think they're going to do that last. I think they're going to let that be the last thing they perform. 
Honestly. But this is this is huge. I didn't think it was gonna happen, honestly. So I was shocked when it came out. But you guys know, you know, the um the I guess tension between Brandy and Monica that has been there since they were younger. Um yeah. and you know, it's like the fans kind of created this tension. You know, they're the same age, they both were you know, phenomenal, both legends, um, you know, coming up in the music industry, hit after hit after hit for both of them. And, you know, it, they cre- the fans created the tension. Then when the boys' mind happened, it was like, oh, you know, now they really created even more tension. And then it was little stuff that was going on and little fights that they said happened between the two. And even as adults, you know, the rumors were still spreading. So for them to overcome all of that, and we don't know if it's true or not true, um, but for them to overcome all of that and do it for the fans, I think it's just, that's truly legendary. Because I, I yeah, am excited. It's always, it's always been a lot of back and forth um, around those two. And then, you know, they came out with yep. another song together, It All Belongs to Me or something it like that. It All Belongs to Me, yep. Yep, and yes. so during that time, they were really performing and really good yeah. with each other. And then it seemed like something happened during that time as something well. Something happened. And um, I think that Monica, I think it was alleged, so let me say alleged, that uh-huh. Monica has shared like a story or whatever, why they didn't like each other or something that happened. I think Monica said they got into a fight or something like right before their first performance together or something like that. And so then yeah. after that, they kind of like not talked to each other or, or whatever the case may be. But I'm glad to see them both, like you said, doing something together. Yes. Because the funny and thing about it is... about it. I want them to... Are so you going to let me finish or are you going to keep interrupting me? Damn it. Jared's grudge. <laughs> you gonna be the grudge of the week next week. <laughs> Why do I Man. do that? I'm sorry, Goose. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the funny thing about it is everybody puts them against each other, but they only have one Grammy, and the Grammy that they have is together. Right. Shut up. Yes, they both only have one Grammy. And it's for they the don't have Bob. Grammys on their own. No, it's together. <laughs> yeah, it's together. Right. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, but, I got a question to ask y'all. Who would y'all ahead. like to see that were, you know, that a fear? Because it just got me to thinking. I would like to see somebody like Ja Rule and 50 Cent get together <laughs> and go on the stage together and perform. I I'm sorry, Ja Rule would kick 50 Cent's ass. And you can say about it about 50 Cent. But Ja Rule has so many more hits. And if you're talking about, like, even features, he'll kill 50 Cent in a battle. Yeah, he, got all those, he got all those songs of Shanti. Then he yeah. got all those songs, all those songs that he got with Lil Mo. Lil Mo, J-Lo. J-Lo. yeah, he'll kill 50 Cent. Yeah, I'm, I'm a like huge Ja Rule fan. Would so. I be without you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Murder, Inc. I'm telling you, I, maybe I didn't like 50 Cent you for a long time. I- Cause yeah. I was. <laughs> I like fifty. I like fifty cent first album. After that, it was pretty much a wrap. I only like the first album. Yeah. But, yeah, cause how could you not like what was it called in the club or whatever it was? That was yeah, a in the club. hit. Huge hit. To, Still a hit. I have to Google this now, cause I want to hear it. Which one? Go ahead. That <laughs> <laughs> really used to be my thing. Hey, you know ball. what? Me too. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna do this on the radio station. Uh, and, and Charlie and, and, and Baltimore. Put it, put it, yeah, Charlie Baltimore. Hey, <laughs> let, matter of fact, let me put this on the station. You think I should go? You think I should do this on LP Radio? Um, uh, Fifty Cent versus Ja Rule. Yeah. Or Monica versus um, Brandy. Uh, Brandy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I uh, we should wait on Brandy and Monica though, cause they're about to go. Yeah. I think you should do Ja Rule and uh, Fifty Cent. What about um? Uh, who do you think will go against, like, if you put old school, like the Isley Brothers? Like the sure. OJs, probably? Ooh. OJs. The OJs, yeah. OJs. OJs. Or what about the Temptations? Oh, the Four Tops. Oh, yeah, okay. You got, man, in that era, you got the Four Tops, the Spinners. You got a yeah, lot of yeah. different, I mean, people you can go in that era. That's but I, you know, we need to, we need to, matter of fact, let's ask the fans, man. I want y'all to comment down below. What artist would you like to see go at it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got it queued up, baby, but when I get off the call. 
<laughs> now you got me about to turn it on too. I'm telling you. And speaking yeah, of artists, I just want to let all the artists out there know, you know, that we're gonna be doing our artist profile hopefully coming up on our next podcast. I want Garrett. I'm gonna ask Goose to weigh in on this since Gooch is an artist himself. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, put the CD out there. What's the CD called? Please download it. Or not, you don't gotta download it. You can stream it though on Tidal, Apple, what else? Spotify, all of those. It's some more too, ain't it? Any yeah, streaming service that you have, he's on all of them, okay? <laughs> um, what's the name right. of the CD? The name of the song is called Unconditional Love. Um, you can go ahead and, and download that. Also, you can go to my uh, yeah, Pandora station. Type in Garrett Gooch, and you can stream me on Pandora. I have my own station on Pandora. Ooh. Oh, that's hot. Got his own station. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I feel bad because I don't have you on the radio station yet. I need to go. I, I, didn't, I, even, I didn't even because I didn't even think about to even say like, oh, put Goose Song on there. Yes, he should definitely be on there. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I, I have it on there by the night. I'll make sure. Oh, yeah. Now we got to see how much he's, he's charging per stream because, you know, we might not have, be able to pay yeah, for Yeah, I can't afford it. You know, you got to give us on that the low cut. What's, uh, James, <laughs> what's in that bottle that you keep swinging? Just keep on swinging on. Oh, my, this is water, okay? Uh, it's water. Water. Okay. All right. It's vodka. Well, well I wish. we would like to thank you all for joining us today. And we've had a great debate, don't you guys think? Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. And it will, James, put below the donation uh, thing for Jacob Blake, please, if there gotcha. is one. You and Gary, go ahead. Finish, you going to let me finish talking or you going to keep on? Go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Jesus. Go ahead. Jesus. Go ahead, Gary. Thank y'all for joining in. <laughs> James, make sure that you put the thing in at the bottom for the people to donate uh, so that we can donate to um, Jacob Blake for real. Um, but we hope that you have enjoyed this show. Make sure that you like, subscribe. Um, I know that we have, we're going to get provide some, the winner soon for the. Yeah, coming up September the 5th on our yep, September, September the 5th. We will, we will announce the winner who won the prize money. And we will see you next time. And watch the previous Say episode. Bye, if you forgot, if you forgot the rules, watch the previous episode. But thank you guys. Wait for the people. Say bye. Week. In fact, I'm going to post episode down there, the rules and everything of the contest for everybody. So make there sure you, you guys tune in. Oh, you forgot right. to mention the glasses. In the contest. Oh, oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys remember last week we had Candace Williams from Side Eye Eyewear on. She is actually mm. going to be giving away a free pair of glasses so that you guys can test for yourselves. Now, James, this is a part of the other contest, That's right? part of the contest. Part of the contest. So not only are you receiving the hundred dollars, you're also receiving um, a, or they're going to be two winners. Well, two winners. One person to two get a hundred, so and the other person the to get a second person. Yes, and I'm telling you guys, these glasses are going to be fire. I I love my side eye eyewear glasses. So make and sure that And we still haven't seen you in them. <laughs> I'm going to have them on the next show. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, okay. Um, but thank you for tuning in, guys. Um, we will see you next week.